Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. Let's pick up where we left off. We're in the book of Leviticus. That's the third book of the Bible in the Old Testament. We're at chapter 12. It's a pretty short chapter. So without further ado, let's begin with verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, so I won't go again and again and again too deeply into that. We've read before how in the New Testament it says no one's seen God at any time. And Jesus says, you've not seen his voice, heard his voice or seen his form. And that, um, so how can these possibly both be true? I've said that before again and again, that it's a contradiction. And if you're a Christian, to me, the easy choice is to go with what Jesus says. Uh, I mean, that seems like the obvious choice, but believe what you want to. It makes more sense, though, that that these are all not talking about the same Lord delivering the same message because the message changes again and again. But for reading's sake, we're just going to read what it says. As the Lord is interacting again with people, and in this case, it's with Moses, the same Ten Commandments, Moses. Verse 2, speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a woman has conceived and born a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days. As in the days of her customary impurity, she shall be unclean. So it's talking about uncleanness as far as religiously unsuitable to um, basically attend ceremonies or touch anything holy. And when it says her usual uncleanness, it's talking about a woman's period when a female menstruates. For whatever reason, that's considered unclean, even though it's the same bodily fluids God created us all with. If they come in contact with the blood, I mean, if they're bleeding, they're considered unclean. If a man, say their husband or anyone around them comes in contact with that blood, they're considered unclean. And that's all according to the religion that we've read so far. Not according to what Jesus says, but according to religion. But we are reading this on our Mondays and Wednesday readings of the Old Testament to see why it is you we should lean into what Jesus says in those six books of the New Testament, the red letters. And that's because this is an example of what of um of what applies to the New Testament. If you remember the woman with the issue of blood and she couldn't stop bleeding, um it she and so when she touched the hem of his garment, believing and that she would be able to be healed and be made well. She didn't touch him, she touched his garment. So technically she's not breaking um this whole rule and the the things we're gonna talk about here. But that's an example of um, what was happening uh, with her because presumably if you're unclean you have to do what we call in modern terms social distance yourself you have to keep away from people to keep from spreading the disease or the uncleanness so that's what it's talking about here it's saying and if a woman has given birth because um, you know that can be a bloody process also it's saying she's unclean also verse 3 just like it is when she has her period verse 3 and on the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised so now it's talking about um it went over the woman being unclean for giving birth to a male child specifically says it doesn't say any child but if she gives birth to a male child then she's considered unclean and how long she's unclean and the circumcision process you know where uh, a male gets snipped basically where you go from being uncut to cut that's what a circumcision is and um 
And that's another example of what Jesus says in the New Testament. When it, when he talks about circumcision and how people don't get upset that you can get circumcised on the Sabbath day to day. You're supposed to rest and not do anything. But they get upset with Jesus when he performed miracles of healing on that same day of rest. And Jesus reflected back on the circumcision and he let them know not that it's from Moses, but the father's. Um, as far as circumcision so that lets us know even though it's saying that the Lord is speaking to Moses saying this um, all of these things from the Ten Commandments after the Ten Commandments till now all these different ordinances and statutes weren't necessarily given to Moses it's just what the religion documented as being laws of Moses just like they say the first five books of the Bible of the Bible are the five books of Moses, yet they couldn't all possibly be five books of Moses because Moses is gone after one of the books, and yet the books continue after him. Um, but let's just keep reading. So just keep that in mind. Verse 4, She shall then continue in the blood of her purification 33 days. She shall not touch any hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purification are fulfilled. So the woman who bore the baby, who had the baby, has to be unclean for another over oh, just over a month because of the um blood of the you know the blood loss and all of that stuff during um the birth and so coming in contact with that blood having the male child makes her unclean according to the religion for it be, it sounds a lot like in modern times where a woman is is uh, I think it's like a 6 week checkup that the woman has to go through after she or a female has to go through after she's given birth it's sort of along that same timeline um basically being careful and being hygienic because you're um the risk is very high uh when you have right when you have a baby in fact they say that's the most in america anyway that's the most dangerous time for a female is when she's pregnant and the danger generally speaking is from the baby daddy the mate verse 5 but if she bears a female child then she shall be unclean two weeks as in her customary impurity and she shall continue in the blood of her purification 66 days so that's more documented patriarchy right there where just because the woman has a female instead of a male she's extra extra unclean for twice as long she has to observe those uh the social distancing stuff for um that's what it means when it says continuing in the blood of her purification. She has to stay socially distant for two months, basically, if she has a female instead of a male um, as part of her ritual of becoming clean again after childbirth. Verse 6, when the days of her purification are fulfilled, whether a son, whether for a son or a daughter, she shall bring to the priest a lamb of the first year as a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove as a sin offering to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. So that is sort of affirmed in the New Testament where you see them uh, the offerings made when Jesus is born. The family makes the offerings of the, the turtle doves and young pigeons. And you see Jesus even affirms, he doesn't tell people to make animal sacrifices for um, the ritualistic reasons to show um, um, anything to God, but instead he tells them to offer the offering that the priests require as a testimony to them. So it's it's a purpose to it. It's not because he expects Christians to continue with those animal sacrifices, 
But just like he gave the disciples certain abilities and powers, supernatural, it seems, uh, when he sent them out specifically, he also specifically um, gave, I believe, that command for them to make those offerings because he did the healing. And so that it would be documented among the people who are constantly on his back harassing him, the religious leaders, the religious people, the Bible thumpers. Verse 7, then he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her, and she shall be clean for the, from the flow of her blood. This is the law for her who has born a male or a female. So if you get pregnant and have a baby, you have to cough up the coins or break off the priests, break off the religion with the animals to make up for your uncleanness. Even though all of it is considered perfectly natural, it's still considered unclean to the religion and you have to pay. And they are laying it down as law so that you have to abide by it if you're part of that society. Verse 8, and if she's not able to bring a lamb, then she may bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one as a burnt offering and the other as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for her and she will be unclean. I mean, she will be clean. Um, so it's not clear why um, it be a sin offering or even be required just because she's having a baby. It's because of I, coming in contact with the blood is considered abomination and sinful and requires an offering. It just like if jaywalking if they want to or speeding or whatever the case may be. If you get caught, it's cited and it requires an offering, not of an animal, but of your money. In modern times, back then, if you're caught breaking the religious rules, it requires you to come up with some money. Um, obviously not dollars, but um, back then, animals or whatever it is that the priests have laid out for your offense. Um, and like I said, this was a short chapter because we already reached the end of it. I appreciate you checking it out with me as always. And as always, hope it was a blessing for you. You can hear the past readings here on Anchor or Spotify while they last. Or if you're an adult, you can go to my website. It's free, hungtgirl.com, and click on the pictures and links there and find out about the past readings that we've done of the Naked Truth here and how it intertwines and lives it plays itself out in my life. And um, also see what the rest of my life is about. And maybe even some of your own friends and family. Stay safe. Thanks again for joining me. God bless you and peace be with you. See you next time.